Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll. Less work, more clean. Terms apply. I've had it, and the car I hit was my daughter's. Um, even though I, I understand your frustration, like, what is that car doing there? This is the plaintiff, Joseph Tar Schmidt Sr. He says his car was parked in a parking lot, and the defendant backed his car into it and dented the back quarter panel. They exchange information, and now the defendant's refusing to pay for his car to be fixed. He's had it with the defendant, his bad attitude, and is suing him for every single penny of the $1,200 he's owed. These are the defendants, Desiree Perez Salsona and Archie Roach. Archie says he and the plaintiff were both driving in the parking lot and they made contact with one another at two miles an hour. The plaintiff's car is 16 years old. It already had a lot of damage to it due to an accident with a deer a few weeks earlier. Now, this louse is trying to get him to pay for it? No way. They're accused of a backup crack-up. All parties, please use your right hand. What you are about to witness is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with a case pending in civil court. Both parties have agreed to drop their claims and have their cases settled here before Judge Marilyn Millian in our forum, the People's Court. Proceed to order, please. Litigants have been sworn, Your Honor. Joseph Tar Schmidt, you are suing Archie Roach and Desiree Perez Sulsona for Sulsona? Yes. Okay. <laughs> for $1,200 a cost to repair car damage that you say was damaged as a result of their her negligence. Tell me what happened. Good afternoon, Your Honor. What happened uh, on the evening of December 23rd uh, on a very miserable uh, night uh, weather-wise, uh, I was sitting in my car and um, the defendant uh, backed his car into So were the, you parked? I was parked, my car How was How long off. had you been parked? Oh, maybe 10 minutes. And so uh, suddenly the car moved and the defendant had backed his car into the front quarter panel of my vehicle. Okay. So we, he, you know, we were both stunned. Uh, um, he said uh, he'd like to res I asked, how would you like to resolve it? Uh, he said he'd rather do it uh, uh, without insurance, you know, do it on a friendly basis. I said, fine. We exchanged information. And he was congenial about it at the outset. 
and then as time went on, um, he, I had offered up to have my car taken to any of his body uh, shops at his convenience, and he never uh, did that. He never bothered with that. Um, he began to make me offers of a few hundred dollars because there was former damage uh, from a deer that I hit at the end of there the summer. There was former damage? There is former damage. I have the photographs, you know, that you can see, Your Honor, on that quarter panel. Uh, so he kept pointing to that alone. It's at, in a different spot. A different spot, entirely. I, I, I'll give you the yeah, photographs, Your Honor. Okay, uh, right here. If you fan that way, that's the car, and go that way. Uh, so I took it upon myself then to go to body shops uh, in my general area of uh, Long Beach, and I had four estimates. The damage on the front, you see the grill, uh, Your Honor, on the front of the car? Okay, do you have any pictures of the damage to the car after hitting the deer, but before the damage to the car that, that he did, according to you? Uh, no. There are no pictures I had no that reason. show. Okay. Yeah, I really had so no. So where where is his damage and where is the damage oh, by the deer? The damage that uh, uh, he uh, caused was is at the top of the quarter panel. I need you to come over here and show me because I'm okay. not. Okay. I can't guess is at this. this corner right here for me. Right there. So okay. show me the damage a deer d that was from the deer from you hitting the deer. Let me make it big. You want? Can we do that? I know it's your phone. This man. and this, right? Because the grill put this pushed into it. That's the deer. Or that's him. That's the deer. Okay. That and that. And where's and him? This is him. That. This here yes. from here to yes. there. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. And and fortunately that is the extent of the damage because he wasn't traveling Go ahead fast. And step back. So let me hear from you. What sure. happened? Your Honor, I um, came out of the uh, the store and um, got in my vehicle. He wasn't where he said he was parked. There was well, why no don't you come and tell me? I mean, I understood him without going oh. to the board, but if you're going to dispute it, let's see what you have to say. I was here. When I came out of the store, there was no one parked here. This is an, an entryway into the parking lot. This is an exit. So for him to pull in and park right here, he was actually still in the road when I hit him. I guess he pulled in and stopped. He was looking for a space or what have you. When I backed out, I barely hit his quarter panel. It was a... Okay. What didn't That's even still make your a bomb. You need to understand that that accident, even though I've had it, uh, <laughs> I've had it, and the car I hit was my daughter's. Um, even though I, I understand your frustration, I was like, what is that car doing there? You know, it's still yes, uh, your fault because it's a stationary object and you're backing out, yes, and um, you know you can't hit a stationary object. But when it sounds like you recognize that and that you were willing to pay for it, but then what happened that broke down the negotiations between you two? Because he wanted me to pay for the entire damage that the deer had caused. First of all, you wouldn't even know about the deer if he hadn't it was told already, you that. Ma'am, it was already dented in, so I'd lightly scratched it where it was dented in. I did offer to... Um, you know, have the police and come and make a report and we resolve it through insurance. But he said he was in yeah, a hurry. Still resolve it through he was, insurance. In, he was in, a, in a hurry on his way to work and he didn't have time for that. But he said he was a reasonable man and that he wouldn't, you know, he would keep it reasonable. I said, fine. How much I earlier offered. had the damage occurred with the deer? It was the end of the summer, maybe August. So the deer thing had happened six months earlier. Yes, and you hadn't it was gotten rusty the car and fixed. obvious. You know, I pointed it out. It, it, you know, it was obvious and it was, you know, just so your position is that in order to fix the scratch he committed, you would have to fix a whole quarter panel that that's, hey, that's just the way it goes. 
I wish. You cannot fix part of a quarter panel. If I swear under oath I will not have the deer damage fixed, still, still, Your Honor, you have to fix the, the entire quarter panel. It's, it's unfortunate, but that's the truth. I have the body, uh, the estimates for you. No, I'm sure that's true. Um, I, I, I'm not here to hurt anyone. No, no, and this I should not have but gone his position, on. His position is, look, I damaged a not as valuable quarter panel. And I couldn't have hit the brush guard. Not a There's problem. no way I could hit the brush guard. Let me see your pictures, though. But I do see two very distinct hits to the car. Right there, just by the I tire. see the one in the front, and I see the one by the wheel. And right. the, frankly, the one on top of the wheel is less. That's, that's the one. This is what, darling? What that's is this? Scratch of the quarter panel behind the rear wheel there where the tape measure is, about 26 inches high. That's the scratch resulting from the accident. That's the And you can see that the scratch is not as high up as the tire. Well, I, I don't understand. Then why were you saying you'd pay for it if you I didn't do I would give him $200 because I did hit the car. Okay. I don't deny yeah. I hit the car, well, then, but I didn't dent the car. I wasn't traveling at a fast enough speed okay, to Okay, well, when you hit a car, what do you think happens? You bounce? I mean, you don't bounce. When you hit a car, you hit a car, even at a low speed. Like I said, I've had this accident. Right. And then there's a big bill because that's how, if you drive past the body shop, you got to pay. You know, body work is expensive. Welcome back to the People's Court. Harvey Levin here. We are in Los Angeles uh, in front of the TMZ Celebrity Tour Bus, uh, where we thought we talked to people from all over the country who are here to have fun. Having fun on the tour? Yeah! Okay. So here's my question. Um, if somebody has a car that's all dented up and somebody bangs up the car and they do it negligently, um, can that person who banged up the car say, ah, it was a piece of junk anyway, so I don't have to I mean, you're only liable for what you do. So well, there's going to be a dent that needs fixing around all the other dents. I think they're liable for that dent. You think so? Daggone right they're liable for it. They did it. They need to uh, repair it. Just because it's banged up doesn't mean it's a piece of junk. Daggone right. Daggone right is the law going inside the courtroom. All right, folks, here's what we have. Um, there's a beauty to both of your arguments. There really is. There's a beauty to your argument. Hey, if that hadn't been there, he'd be paying the exact same amount for the damage because it can't be fixed any other way. And then there's also a beauty to his argument, which is I didn't, I hit something and you have to assess the value of what I hit because he damaged something that already came damaged. So should he be paying for the whole thing? I mean, they're both uh, very interesting positions. May I, Your Honor? Yes. Go ahead. No, go ahead. <sighs> okay. I just would like to say before everyone and the court that this speaks volumes to me about this world and society because if I cause any damage, personal damage, physical damage, heaven forbid, I would be cooperative, I would be kind, and I would be there. It wouldn't take a year for someone to chase me down to resolve this. Do you, do you, did you ever ask him to take it to a uh, body shop of yours? He offered to do that. Did you ever no. say? He offered to do that. Maybe, right. But and why? No, okay. I didn't. So before you decide what something's worth, because you're not a body man, how do you decide it without taking him up on his offer to drive the thing to your body guy? Well, I don't feel that a little scratch on that quarter it's panel. It's not a little scratch. You keep saying that, and it's not a little scratch. You dented the car. You just, you can't really say it's a $100 damage or a $200 damage or the amounts you're offering when you have absolutely no basis in reality to go ahead and say that. All right, based on what I'm looking at, here's what I think. 
I understand your argument, and I know that sometimes we lose our faith in humankind when it, we have to chase somebody under circumstances like this. This is why I advise everybody all the time to call the police when there's a car accident. You know, I don't know which of us is older, but I know which of us has seen this before um, for 20 years. And, you know, this, I, I, if you're shocked, this is your first rodeo. It's not mine. All right. So what do we have? We have you saying, oh, I barely love tap the thing. Uh, it should be $100, $200 at the most. That's ridiculous. There's body work that is necessary. If that other thing hadn't been there, it would still be necessary. However, you don't get to look at it as though he hit a completely pristine quarter panel. I think that this is something that you guys have to split. So I'm going to order you to pay $750 to the plaintiff for the damage that occurred that day. That's my judgment. Good luck, folks. Well, the plaintiff gets a little more than half on the split here, a step over, and you're responsible for more than half. You're, you're feeling on this outcome now? He's just looking for someone to pay for his uh, previous act. $100, come on. $200, it was already dented. There's more than one body part on I know, I know, deer, but still, you know, I mean, this deer, is... It causes several deaths, I've hit several. Car is down low. If it was high rub where metal hit metal, my car would have had scratches on the paint. It has nothing except on the plastic okay. water panel. Why didn't you just wait for the cops? Like, he next time? Wait. He said he was a reasonable man, but obviously that wasn't the case. Next time, what do you do? Call the cops. And wait for the cops? And Absolutely. take pictures of the damage. It was pouring down rain. That's otherwise, I would have took Whatever. pictures. But all right, sir. All right. So you satisfied now? Quite. As your justice has prevailed. Your faith in your human my faith in nature. Humanity, my faith in humanity restored? is somewhat uh, no, because in the world in which we live, um, I find that a person can do some damage to your possession or you and then dictate what the remedy should be rather than be patient, cooperative, courteous, understanding and resolve it. I asked him, how would you like to resolve this? He said, I'd rather do it without insurance. During the course of the year, I've asked him 20 times for the insurance. One moment. Harvey. So, Kurt, I mean, look, if, if the car is all banged up and there is some damage, the judge can do rough justice still and award some money. You can't get a free ride just because uh, somebody has a, has a beater. You just can't do it. That will do it for this case. Litigants, for the next case on the way into the courtroom, right now. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Whether it's routine maintenance and emergency repair or a dream project, Angie lets you compare quotes from multiple local pros, browse homeowner reviews, and even book a service instantly. Angie's been connecting people with skilled pros for nearly 30 years. So the next time you have a home project, bring it to Angie to get your job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the plaintiff, David McCurchie. He says the defendant is ex-girlfriend, owes him money he loaned her. And now that they're split up, he's having one heck of a time getting her to pay him back. 
the defendant's a chronic liar. The judge is going to see right through her. And he can't wait to win this case and walk out of here with a judgment in his favor. He's suing for $1,300. This is the defendant, Pamela. She says she and the plaintiff went on a trip to the Dominican Republic, and he paid for it because he said he was her boyfriend and wanted to. She ended up breaking up with him because he's a very insecure guy. He got mad, and that's the only reason he's now trying to turn this gift into a loan. Oh, money? <laughs> she doesn't think so. She's accused of tripping up an ex-boyfriend. The defendant is filed a countersuit for $3,000 for monies owed for rent, utilities, and gas. All parties, please use your right hand. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case in the docket. These litigants were all lovey-dovey until they uh, went on a trip, and one says the other stiffed him. Now, she says it's sour grapes because she broke up with him. It's the case of the grapes of wrath. Douglas, hey, David McCurchy, you are suing Pamela. You've asked me not to mention your last name for $1,300 that you say she owes you, that you fronted to her to fix her car mirror and pay off her credit cards. You have a counterclaim against him for $3,000, uh, which you say he owes you for rent, the balance of a trip that he hasn't finished paying for, gasoline, and some other odds and ends. Um, how long were you two dating? Not long, four months. Four months, how'd you meet? Uh, Tinder. Oh geez. <laughs> so you, were, you met on Tinder? Yes, ma'am. Okay, um, four and you were dating for four months before everything hit the fan. All right, and yeah, in that yeah. time, apparently you fronted some money to her that you want repaid to you. What money was that? Um, I paid for, uh, Part of her trip to go to Dominican Republic, and I replaced a mirror that she knocked off back into her garage. Okay. Let's talk about the mirror. Why did you uh, help with that? Because she was uh, hurting for money. Okay. And I had it, so. How much was that? $300. Do you have a receipt for that? No, I gave okay. her cash. Okay. And uh, the, according to you, you loaned her $1,000 at some point to pay off her credit cards. Tell me about that. Well, I paid, paid to, to pay off, help her pay off her credit card. Uh, I gave her a, a check for $1,600. Um, $600 of it was for my airfare. Do you have the canceled check? Is there a dispute no. about whether he paid you a check that was $1,600? No dispute? He did pay you that? Okay. All right. So you you gave her a check for $1,600, and that included what and what? 600 of it was to cover my airfare, um, and the balance was to help her pay towards her credit card debt. To cover your airfare for what? For the trip to Dominican. So 600 represented your airfare? Yes. Okay. Now, let me hear from you. Uh, first, I know you have a counterclaim against him, and we'll talk about that in a second, but first let's talk about the car mirror. How did that come about? Um, he had his Suburban was parked in my garage, and so I was backing in, and I was more, it was the first time it was parked in the garage, and because I was backing in, I was more worried about not hitting his vehicle, and I knocked the mirror off of the driver's side of my door. He offered to do it, and he, he didn't mm -hmm. have a string attached? He didn't say, no. you got to pay me back or anything? No, ma'am. Okay. Then, what, how did the 1000 come into play? Um, I did not borrow $1,000 from him to pay off my credit cards. He had given it to me for the, my portion or a partial portion of my trip to the Dominican. So the entire 1600 was for the Dominican trip, according to you? Yes. Because he was going to pay for himself, the room, and you? Yes. And is that true? No. The only no. thing you were paying was your airfare? Yes, ma'am. All right. Um, do you have any evidence that he offered to pay for you and him? Yes, I do. What, what I do you have? I have text messages 
saying that and text messages dated okay. that he was gonna and I also have a copy of his check that says in the memo it's for the DR trip not a loan to pay off my credit card oh do you text huh oh yeah text messages have you looked at them before you came here today no no would no, you let me refresh only, your recollection she'll only save the ones that are relevant to her show me your your phone with the text messages I, I do. Well, then you can't complain. Okay, so go ahead They're and turn on various days. Yeah. I have them dated in there. Yeah. First declaration that he's paying Wednesday, June 3rd, from you. Boy, I am bored today. I'm looking at our Dominican trip. It's about $12.50 a person. And he responds, I'm in. Means it's going to cost me $2,500, right? To which you respond, LOL, love, I can pay for my own vac vacation. I'm excited. It was so much fun last year. To which you answer, well, what kind of boyfriend would your friends think I was if I let you do that? Ooh. All right, give me a second to look through this. Wow, you guys text a lot. <laughs> if you just double tap at the top of the screen, it'll scroll up like a, a large portion. Oh, wow. Thank <laughs> you. I did not know that. I have a 13-year-old son. It's the only reason well, I What know. kind of phone is this? iPhone. So this happens on my phone? Yes. Wow. <laughs> I am so happy. Wow, litigants never teach me anything. This is awesome. All right, so, I, I, so if I get you an LLC and an FEIN, are you going to pay for our trip to the DR? What's that about? You're I incorporating was, him? Yes. He has... Um, a company that he had asked for my assistance with in doing a lot of administrative paperwork for. She has a series of texts, all of which you're saying you're paying for the whole trip over and over. This is in June. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, there's some things that happened after that. Yeah. Somebody broke that, up. That's why no, you're not going on the trip. Who nothing, broke up with who? Had to do with alcohol. Okay. Who broke up with who? I left. You left. Is that accurate? I, he left to take care of his business, but we were still together. And ultimately, I finally said, this isn't working. What did it have to do with alcohol? Well, um, let's see. When I, when I first started dating her, she wasn't drinking, which was neither here nor there. And then the first night that she drank after we started dating, it was complete blackout. I questioned her the next morning. Well, I don't remember a thing. And then in July... Um, her and her friend went downtown to Columbus to a thing for marathon or whatever. She proceeded to get drunk again and sideswiped a cement median with her car. Um, and then the last night we were together, the first thing that um, when I walked in the back door, um, she's in the kitchen drinking wine and yells at me, says, come in here and me. And I'm like, your son is upstairs. Well, he doesn't give it. And I'm like, seriously, he's 13 years old. I'm, I think he does care. <laughs> um, and that was, I, I left that night. Did she ever call, uh, reach out to you and tell you that she would stop, that she would make an effort, that she would whatever, or you were Originally, gonna... I thought she was gonna, um, but uh, she, she has no desire to stop. She, she thinks it's, I guess she thinks it's still fun. But all this happened after. But June. I have to tell you, the text that I'm reading sounds like you're all booking it at the same time, which lends credence to her argument that you're paying for the whole thing. In fact, she has a copy of the check that says DR trip on the bottom. It doesn't say loan to pay off your credit cards and all this other stuff that you're talking about. What did you think was the problem and the reason why you guys broke up? Um, David likes to put words in my mouth and tell me what I'm thinking and feeling, and I didn't really appreciate that. How so? 
Um, he had told me multiple times he thought I was unattainable and he called me upper class and he called himself lower class. And so he would say these things and, you know, saying that I said them and I've never said that. I've never, I don't look down on anybody that has a job. I mean, if you have a job, you I think you're an amazing person. Well, you certainly, so you certainly text nicer than I do. I mean, <laughs> you're, you're, you're all very baby this, baby that. I should add a few more babies. You're the best, silly man. You're the best. And I think my husband would have a heart attack. If I did that. <laughs> Call him love all the time. Love, how is your, you know. All right. You've got a counterclaim against him for $3,000, which you say is for rent and utilities from June to September. He had his own place, didn't he? Yes, he did. So did you ever tell him you need to pay rent and utilities at my place? Yes, because he was spending the majority of his time at my place. So, so, so wait, so you're charging your ex-boyfriend for spending time at your place? Did you ever say to him, hey, if you're going to sleep with me tonight, you're going to have to pay. Did you ever say that? Did you ever say I did not say if that, you're gonna, no. If you're going to move on in on me here like, where, you're, where you're taking draw space and you're leaving a toothbrush, you got to help pay the rent. Did that discussion ever happen? Yes. I'm finding it hard to believe that you are suing him for any other reason than that he's suing you. Because oh, you, you guys split exactly up when? Right. When did you guys split up? The end of September. Right. That's exactly right, because I wasn't going to. Right. No. Okay, so now, forty-three twenty for gas? Tell me about that. Um, we have a fuel perks program at our grocery store, and he was on my fuel perks account, and he went and filled up his tank using the free gas I had earned by grocery shopping at the How store. How did he do that? Did he steal it? He, yeah, he had, he had a card. He was on my account. Okay, so if he's on your account... She gave it to me. Right, exactly. How she, is that something that he has to re recompense you for? See. Because it was after we broke up. After oh, he filed after this, you broke yes, up? Yes, it was after we was filed this after lawsuit. You broke up? No, we were still talking. Um, he filed this lawsuit on September 26th, and he took the gas on September 30th. Wait, we were not still filed talking. The he filed the lawsuit September 26th. And sold the gas on September 30th. So when two people are dating and they go on a trip, is it usually split down the middle? One way in the back on this one. What do you think? Uh, absolutely not. So one person pays. Uh, Would that person be a guy? Yes. Yeah. I think whoever invited who has to pay. Oh, that's yeah. an interesting theory. Uh, I'm going to you. You're nodding. I agree with this point. What if the, what, what if the woman invited the guy? Then, I, then she should pay. Oh, I thought you were going to be really inconsistent. I can nail it. Going inside the courtroom. So if you filed the lawsuit on September 26th, why are you using up the free gas that uh, you know she wants? Because some of those gas points are mine, too, because when I shop at Giant Eagle, I swipe the card, too. Oh, okay. So um, And see, that's that's probably the text message. So messages. you used all of it, right? That's probably the text message. Did messages. you use all of the yeah, reward oh, yeah. points? Okay. 30 gallons. 30 gallons. <laughs> but, and $200 for the company logo. I can't yes, wait. Points. Tell me about the $200 for the company logo. Um, my friend of a friend of mine is very um, creative. And when he was, David was incorporating, he wanted logos. So I asked my friend and um, I have an email here from David to my friend who created the logos asking how much he owed. And my friend said, you know what? Um, we're doing a fundraiser together. Could you please just make a donation to the American Cancer Society instead? Okay. And so I asked him, I can make the donation online if you'd like. How much do you want to donate? And I have the text message saying that he would also repay me for that. Give me that. Um, that. <laughs> don't scroll through. They're right here. Don't scroll through? Well, <laughs> well if you want to. I don't I mean, know. I see so. a lot of juicy stuff when I scroll. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you owe $200 for the logo? 
No. You, honey, it's, you're right in the text saying, you said, do you want me to donate another 100 to Tony for you? He sent over the logos. And your answer, yes, please, I'll make sure you get it back. Okay. Oh, what do you mean, okay? You can't just know. shoot off your mouth Because I don't, I don't keep texts. If you don't remember, just no, say you don't, I remember. don't remember. Don't say absolutely not. Oh, okay. That's Apparently why, I did. That's I mean, why that, my phone's empty. Ah, uh, jeez. <laughs> I've got you a hundred times saying that you're going to buy her that trip, that that is a gift, that you're paying for you and for her. That was before the 4th of July where she wrecked her car drinking and driving again. I was done. I wasn't, I'm not supporting somebody that can't put down Except the Except for that it wasn't before the 4th of July because you wrote the $1,600 check on August 3rd and wrote on the on the memo line, our trip. So why should I believe that everything changed when I'm looking at these texts and everything hadn't changed? As a matter of fact... I've got texts from you on August 29th saying, okay, so how much does this trip cost? And on August 8th, when you wrote the check, you wrote DR trip. I find that that was a gift and not a loan. The mirror, do you have any evidence that the mirror was supposed to be paid back? Just her word. Were you supposed to pay back the mirror? No, ma'am. Okay. I find on your counterclaim against him absurd that you would suggest that he has to now turn around and pay you rent. Uh, all that time that you were never collecting it, demanding it, or informing him that he would have to pay it. Um, and as far as the gas is concerned, I'm not going to separate the pots and pans like you guys are asking me to. He, I got to tell you, he seems like kind of still hurt. You seem like you've moved on. Uh, has there been any contact since then? Yes. He will not leave me alone. What he do you continues mean? to text me and harass me and ask me to help him do stuff for his business. And, I've and asked what, him. and you're saying don't contact me or yes. you're doing stuff? No, I've told him not to contact me. Um, the company logo thing, clearly he tells you I'll get you for that. So you certainly have proof of that. So I'm going to order the on the plaintiff's lawsuit against the defendant zero on the defendant's lawsuit against the plaintiff, net judgment in favor of the defendant for the $200 for the work that was done. So that's my ruling, $200 verdict for the defendant. That's it. Good luck, folks. Well, it looks like the texts told the whole story here. Step on in here, and uh, therefore you lose this case. Uh, what's your feeling on this outcome now? It wasn't about the money. You know, it was about her character and, you know, admitting what, admitting the truth. Mm -hmm. so. Have you gotten over her yet, or is she still? Yeah, she's an incredible woman, and she's sober. You yeah, I'm not, I'm not over. Oh, no, I always love her. She's yeah. a great woman. She did a lot for me. Mm -hmm. Well, you heard her say that she's trying to uh, break off with you. No, that's fine. Yeah. All right. Right around this way. Here comes the defendant into the hallway now. All right. So uh, what are you feeling coming out of the courtroom? Um, I really wish I would have gotten more of my rent and utilities because we did discuss it. She was right. We probably didn't discuss it the day he moved in. But mm -hmm. what was it like seeing him on the other side of the courtroom there when you when you don't want him in your life? And he obviously admits he still has feelings for you. I think that's the only reason we're here is because he wanted to see me. What's it like seeing him standing there like that? I didn't look at him or make eye contact with him. You think you've heard the last of him? I hope so. I will be blocking his number, so. Harvey? I gotta say, when you're in a relationship, all the more reason to document it in writing so things don't blow up. We'll do it for this case. Litigants for the next case on the way into the courtroom right now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
This is the plaintiff, Barbara Schatzman. She says the defendant's unleashed pit bull tried to eat her leashed Welsh terrier, Sammy. The pit bull actually had Sammy's head in his mouth. He was rushed into emergency surgery and is simply not the same dog he once was. Bottom line, the defendants are disgusting people who refuse to take responsibility and today is judgment day. She's suing $1,141.30. The amount of her vet bills. These are the defendants, Suzette and Gerald Franklin. Gerald claims his dog and the plaintiff's dog had a friendly sniff one day on the street outside of his house. Then, a few months later, he gets a threatening call from her lawyer claiming they owe her all this money for injuries sustained in a fight. Firstly, there was no fight, and second, the bills are fishy and they think they're being scammed and won't pay. They're accused of ignoring the truth. All parties, please use your right hands. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case on the docket, the plaintiff says the defendant's pit bull tried to eat the defendant's Welch Terrier, but the defendant says all the dog did was sniff each other. It's the case of my terrier it was traumatized. Thank you, Douglas. Barbara Schatzman, you yes. are suing Suzette Franklin and Gerald Franklin. Okay, I, what is wrong? Are you, do you want to be, are you no, testifying? You just want to sit. I have been watching your face since you walked in and you're like, go ahead, have a seat, have a seat, chill. When it's necessary, I'll have you come up. Thank you. All right. Suzette, are you Suzette Franklin? I am Suzette. Oh, okay, well, you're part of this. Suzette Franklin and Gerald Franklin for right. $1,141.30, a total of vet bills that you say are their fault that were incurred. Tell me what happened. Your Honor, on uh, May 3rd, approximately between 4 and 4.15 in the afternoon, I was walking my dog. It's a Welsh Terrier. He was on a leash. I was passing down past where I found out afterwards Mr. and Mrs. Franklin lived, and I saw a dog on the lawn. I saw a gentleman standing on the lawn. As I moved closer, the dog suddenly ran out and attacked my dog. He had my dog's head in his mouth. What kind of dog? I have a Welsh Terrier. What kind of dog do you have? It's a Pitbull mixed Terrier. And why was, and the dog was on your front lawn and there's no fence? The dog was not on the front lawn in the first place. The dog was, was inside. Dog? I was at the mailbox. How'd the dog get out? Because my daughter opened the door. She was How about your daughter? Hmm? How old's your daughter? My daughter is uh, 21. And she. <laughs> she didn't notice that she opened the, do the door and a pit bull came out? No, she didn't notice that. She asked, she opened the door in order to ask me if I received a mail for her. And as she opened the door, and my Euro, which is our dog, noticed that, noticed the plenty's dog, and she run, he ran out, she ran outside to ward her dog. Wait, you're supposed to be on top of that. Well, that's the moment that I'm intervening because that happened very, very hey, You're 21 year old daughter should be on top of that. She's the one opening the door. She should know not to let the dog escape. It's a pit bull. I mean, if it's any dog, it should be, but it's people. So what happens? Uh, their dog had my dog's head in his mouth, and the whole head and his, his dog's teeth, mouth, end of his mouth, was at my dog's neck. And I started screaming hysterically, very loudly, because I was very upset, get your dog off my dog, get your dog off my dog. I, to be perfectly honest, I'm assuming it was Mr. Franklin who came over because I, uh, I, I was focusing on my dog. And he attempted to get him off. And I don't know exactly how long it took, but it took a few minutes. 
The dog was off. I took my dog to the side on the leash. I saw a mark on the left side of his neck. Um, nothing was said to me. I walked back to my house. Nobody uh, said anything to each other? No. I, I, no, it's, nothing was said, and to be perfectly honest, I was just like in shock. And when I saw my dog could walk, I just wanted to get him home. Did you take the vet that night? I took him to the emergency vet because a few hours later he went upstairs and that's the only place I have carpeting and there was blood on the rug. Right. And then I checked his neck and he had a uh, gash in his neck. They told me he required general anesthesia and surgery and uh, he required 10 stitches, a drain in his neck. They gave me antibiotics. They gave me pain medication. Do you have the vet bills? Yeah, I have three vet bills. Do you have any pictures? Yeah. Of when of he, the dog's injuries? No, I don't. Okay. Did you ever present the bills to the defendant for payment? At one point, my daughter um, faxed over the bills All right, to him. and did you t speak to them? My daughter Come did. Come on up. Who did you speak to? I spoke to Mr. Franklin. Your and how'd that go? He, uh, he was asking me lots of questions. He wanted to know if he could go see the dog. To be honest, I didn't want anyone going over to my parents' house. They were upset about it. He said that he needed to speak to the vet himself. And I said that was inappropriate. I'm sending why? you the bills. Why? I didn't know why he would need to speak why? to the if vet. If somebody's asking me for $3,000 and I might have a question for the vet, maybe I'll, what would be the big deal? I mean, that part. It wasn't. Uh, I understand you not wanting someone you don't know to come to your parents' home. That I get. Right. It was, I think it's $1,100, the bills. I said, I will email you the bills and then you can let me know how you want to handle it. Mm -hmm. If you don't want to pay the Did bills. Did he ever get back to you? No. Okay. And then you filed suit? My mother did. Or your yes. mother filed yes. suit. Right. Um, did you receive the bills? Yes, I did. Why didn't you pay him? Okay, because I noticed in her bill uh, two different descriptions. One, the dog is 68 pounds, and all the other, the dog is 30 pounds. And I know the dog is a very small dog because when I pinned my dog down, I was able to hold my dog down and pass her her dog. At that moment, she left. And the reason we didn't have enough time to talk, I was still holding my dog down and calling my son to get the dog. Did your dog weigh 30 pounds or 60 or 70 pounds? Your Honor, I noticed that when I was getting the evidence together, he weighs 30 pounds. All the three, the four other bills, except from the East End emergency, says 30 pounds. They made an error on that bill. Yeah, clearly. The pound is different. Because all the, all the other visits are to your own vet. Yes. The weight is different and the color So what the, the weight is different? What do you think she did that the dog she took to the emergency room that night wasn't the one that got bit in front of your eyes? I will agree, but I don't have any problem with that. Remember, well, you do have a problem because how much have you paid towards these vet bills? That they're, at, they're at $1,141. Come on up. Why are you sitting down? Your dog too, right? He was really suspicious. Suspicious? Why? About the bills. Just because one, because the emergency room put the wrong weight, and therefore you're not liable. That's that, why. That's a wrong weight, a different color description of the dog. Oh, black and tan versus brown and black. Yes. Correct. Mm, so that's, that's, that, that's a real Sherlock Holmes moment right there. <laughs> <laughs> This Pitbull got out. Should Pitbull owners be more vigilant than other dog owners? Uh, yes, it's a very intimidating dog, so they definitely should. What do you think? They can be a little bit more aggressive, so yeah. Are they more aggressive? Not all the time, but most of the time, yes. Okay, going inside the courtroom. You saw the thing happen. It happened right in front of you. It's and, your fault. Your also, dog got out. How, 
how do you turn around and say, and you eat the $1,100 in bills? I don't have a problem with that. Well, you do have a problem with it because I can't help but notice that I'm here and I have to force you to pay it when your dog got out. So you seem to have a problem with it. See, let me show you what a guy without a problem with it looks like. That's a guy who's but paying them back so they're not out $1,100. Your Honor, if I may, I never had a chance to see them. They yeah, know well, my, you know what? There's none so blind as he who will not see. They know my right? address. I you did have a chance to see it because you're talking about 68.12 pounds versus... So you saw it. You saw it to your satisfaction. The problem is what satisfies you is not paying anything. So here's what you did. You looked at him. Mm, very, very suspicious. Brown and black yeah, versus yeah. tan and 68 versus... So what do you think this lady did? The whole thing happened on May 3rd. Yeah, she go, Stop talking and listen. Sorry. She goes on May 3rd. What do you think... She she did, injured a different animal, took the animal to the vet, sat there with that animal, and logged up $1,000 of vet bills. Do you seriously think that happened? No, put your hand down. Do you seriously think that happened? It's still questionable. Okay, it's not. Pay them. $1,141.30 verdict for the plaintiff. <laughs> The gavel comes down on the side of the plaintiff. Step forward here a little bit, sir, and you right next to him, if you would, okay? Uh, it just looks like, uh, what's questionable remember, about the fact that your dog... Remember, that was her lawyer who contacted me. As a lawyer, she should have made that there was a mistake and rectify that. What's Not questionable? What's questionable? The, the, description, the, the, of the, the description of the dog. Brown and black, tan and the weight And the weight of the dog. Thing. It's the same weight thing. of the dog. Mm-hmm. It just looks fair. like right. it looks like you're just making up stuff to try not to pay. Not at all. That's what it looks like. I didn't have a chance to explain that to, to the judge, but I did send her a bill. She didn't mention nothing about that. I have a, a copy bill? of that. Yes, bill? the bill that right. where the, the correct prescription was done. A check right. of us. Okay, okay. All right. Just follow Officer McIntosh, okay? Follow him right that way. All right, so step on in here and tell me what, uh, what you think of the outcome here. Well, I'm very pleased because I believe it's the right decision because their dog attacked my dog I, out of, without any provocation. And I'm just happy that this part of the incident is over. How do you know that this is not going to happen again? I don't. I, uh, since it's happened, I do not walk down that street. I don't take my dog anywhere near there. I'm very limited where I take him because I'm very afraid to walk. You're pretty that. sneaky, changing brown and black to tan and black. I right? know, and you know what? I never knew. Maybe sneaky. there was a little colorblind. <laughs> Harvey, I got to say, these are sketchy dog owners. They have created a really dangerous situation. 